Influence redefined. Be the leader you are meant to be Monday to Monday. Communication is core to everything we do in our personal and professional lives. It's what drives us to accomplish what we need and want. In this video, Stacey Honke redefines influence and shows how anyone can be a leader Monday to Monday. I'm so excited that you're here with us today. You're in for a treat. And guess what? You're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. I'm very pleased to be introducing our guest, very special guest for you today. Coming from an entrepreneurial upbringing, Stacy learned early on how we consistently show up and interact determines our success in our organizations and our lives. Starting with a voiceover career, she quickly realized how every word matters, every moment movement of your body matters, and every sound you make matters, volume, tone, and inflection. All of these combined determines who listens, who stays connected with you, who believes in you, and then acts on your recommendation. Stacy then jumped into the corporate world as a trainer for Fortune 500 companies, training every possible topic from motivation to customer service to leadership. She traveled internationally, researching the difference between a leader who is influential versus a leader who is simply a good communicator. Today, Stacey is the CEO of a highly sought-after consulting and training company where she mentors leaders who want to ensure their employees perceive them as influential leaders, those who are working towards a promotion, and sales professionals to ensure their message and style resonates with their clients. As a thought leader, she has been a featured guest on media outlets, including The New York Times, Forbes, Entrepreneur, Thrive, Smart Money Magazine, The Economist, and Business Week. Her client list is vast. FedEx, McDonald's, Google, Kraft Heinz, Nationwide, American Express, Discover, and Oracle. Her knowledge of leading diverse, high-level teams makes her a sought-after speaker and consultant, and she has inspired thousands around the world through her ability to connect with an audience and one-on-one. -on -one. Her 19 years of studying influence across cultures and industry and leading large corporate teams to make her the perfect fit for organizations, large and small, who are ready to influence consistently. Clients hire Stacy because her implementable strategies that help leaders to get to the point, communicate with confidence and credibility, build trust and deliver messages that drive action, creating lasting results. Please help me welcome Stacy. Hi, thank you so much for trusting me with all of your followers. I'm excited to be here. 
Oh, you're welcome. It truly is an honor and a pleasure to have you on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Well, thank you. I love doing this and getting a chance to not just meet you because this is the first time you and I are meeting, but just getting a chance to see how this conversation goes and provide practical, immediate how-tos for those who are following you. Oh, and we're looking forward to it. I'm so thrilled. So tell us a little bit about your background. Where where did you come from? How did you get here? Yeah, it, it's an interesting background because I always wanted to be the next Katie Kirk or whoever your favorite broadcaster is. So I started my career out in radio. And that's that whole piece where I did voiceover, every word matters. From there, I moved to retail. And that's where I really got my experience training every possible topic, training topics I had no business training. And I worked for Target or Target for a number of years. <laughs> Fast forward, I then got into the not-for-profit world. But what was so cool about that is I was in an association that hired speakers. We had 100 plus events in a year. So I was either introducing them, I was the MC, but that's where I hung onto their shirt tails and had them start coaching me. Made a couple of stops along the way in large corporations, training mostly around presentation skills. And that's when it really hit where I realized I don't believe in presentation skills training. Why, why am I teaching someone how to present when they rarely do on a stage? That's when I really identified what is influence. It's how we present ourselves every day. And especially now in this world, it's whether we're virtual, we're hybrid, we're in-person cameras on or camera off. My career has really led me to this space of when we need to build a powerful personal brand, it's one that needs to be consistent Monday to Monday to make sure that we've got the influence that we really have the capability of having. That's amazing. So Stacey, you have written a couple of books and I'll read them for the audience. Uh, one is Influence Redefined, Be the Leader You Are Meant to Be Monday to Monday. And that's the one we are really talking about a little bit here today. And yes, you can. Everything you need to know from A to Z to influence others to take action. And I love the action piece, but I'd love to know what do you mean by Monday to Monday? Yeah, everyone asked that, April. And it's so important to know it comes in two definitions. Influence means that your body language and your messaging, they're consistent Monday to Monday. Because if you and I met offline, like what well, we did prior to going live, or you and I had lunch together, if I'm showing up one way versus what I am showing up here, it creates confusion. And the confusion impacts negatively authenticity, which is also attached to people start guessing how much they can trust you. That's one concept of Monday to Monday. The other piece of Monday to Monday is when I work with individuals or in my keynotes, I talk about how do you communicate with brevity? How do you build trust through how you show up? It's making sure that you always have brevity. The key is you're adapting the message based on the medium and based on who you're trying to influence. I think something that people don't realize is we don't have consistency. And the more that we show up differently, not only on these platforms, but we show up differently if the stakes are really high and I'm presenting to the board or the investing committee versus when I'm hanging out with lunch with a peer or I'm passing them in the hallway if you're back at work. Anytime that we jeopardize our consistency, it negatively impacts our brand, which can get really a lot of your listeners guessing, 
which Stacy is going to show up today. And the minute they start guessing, you start to start damaging the trust, the credibility, the confidence. And to me, April, that's what really drives this idea of influence Monday to Monday, right? You can't turn this stuff on and turn it off. Yeah. And that's very, very interesting how you say, or that even that there's you know, a, a lack of consistency when it comes to how we show up in communication, yeah. because I don't think that we often think about that, that, you know, that we're being inconsistent in how we show up with our communication. We don't, we don't, we don't think about, and I challenge all of your listeners, your followers right now, how many times do you really think about your, what your hands are communicating in this space, what your eyes are communicating, your brevity, every word you speak. Today, especially what I hear from my clients, it's interaction after interaction after interaction, meeting meetings. We're just thinking, I've got to get through this meeting. I've got to get through my content to go on to the next meeting. Now, take that in your personal life. I think we do the same in our personal life. I get to a Monday morning. I'm meeting with a lot of my clients, and they're all talking about how the weekend was a blur. I took one child to soccer. I did this and that. I'm not saying not be active. But this ties to your whole theme here on, on wellness. I, I use a lot of sports analogies. I use a lot of fitness analogies because when I was going back to the gym, right, during the new year, and it was January, beginning of January, like that first week, and I overheard a member, potential member, enter the gym, and they asked the member service representative, is this really going to work? <laughs> and, and the member service rep said, well, as long as you show up consistently and you do the work, yes, it's going to impact your health. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with everything. Everything. And we, we I, I use the, the analogies a lot of if ever you've played a sport or anything that takes muscle memory, mm. an athlete is good, not just because of how they behave, the action that they take on game day. It's all the work that they did. It's the practice, deliberate practice that they did private before they got to the actual live game. Now, how is that the same as communication and influence? Every interaction is an opportunity for us to practice. Whatever it is that you want to practice, you think about how many times you communicate in a day. Communication is the core to everything that we do. Yeah. And it's not you have to carve out Tuesday at one o'clock to go to the gym this is, you've got to carve out consciously every time you meet with someone, whether it's virtually or you're meeting people in person, even your family, your friends, it's opportunities to always be thinking about how do I show up? What do my words communicate? How do people experience me in this space? Mm. And the more I think we can be conscious of it, kind of like wellness, the more we can be conscious of what we eat our patterns of behavior for that day, how we take care of ourselves. I think communication is so much in line with that concept. I am really looking forward to finding out a little bit more of why it is so important. You know, just like we're talking about how our health is, is just as important as how we communicate. Let's talk a little bit more about that when we get back from this first commercial. Looking forward to it. Stay tuned. Are you ready to take control of your ride to wellness? Rev up with Driven Living. Visit www.drivenliving.com and buckle up for a journey. 
Get exclusive access to our Wellness Driven Life Show guest portal, where you can dive deep into the minds of our esteemed guests. Sign up for our newsletter and get insider scoops on these distinguished personalities. It's like having a backstage pass to their life-changing wisdom. But that's not all. You'll also receive a free hug. You heard me right, a free hug. An enlightening ebook from the Driven Living team. Discover the science-backed benefits of hugging yourself. It's a fill-up for your wellness tank. Because at Driven Living, we believe in fueling your journey to wellness, both physically and psychologically. So what are you waiting for? Visit www.drivenliving.com today. Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it. Okay, so Stacey, you talk about, you've said that communication is core to everything we do in our personal and professional lives. So why is it important to know how to persuade, sell, influence, and communicate face-to-face with a clear message? Because without it, people are confused. They walk away with the wrong message. Without it, relationships don't get built. And influence to me doesn't always happen in the first interaction. Mm. It's a series of interactions that are consistent. And number three, if people can't follow your message, if they don't, if you don't get a, a feel good from them, you're not going to influence them. They just, they don't trust you. And I think how we communicate and how we show up, that's really the core to the level of trust someone has with you, the level of credibility and confidence that comes through. That's the piece that I don't think people really give thought to. We focus mainly just on our messaging and we get caught up in our head. If we get caught up in our head, another piece of where why clarity is so key, clarity also means making sure that your message resonates with your listeners. You're using their words. You're, you're speaking in the lane that they're sitting in, meaning their knowledge level, their experience level with your topic. Communication is a lot more complex. And I think we take it for granted, April, because we've been communicating all our lives. A lot of people tell us how great we are when we ask for feedback. <laughs> I'm not saying your listeners are not great. You just can't do anything with it. And we, there's a misperception. Our level of clarity is determined off of how we feel. Hmm. Ooh, I got to awesome. go back on that real quick. Our perception on clarity is based on how we feel. Yeah. Because if I feel like, well, I know what I'm talking about. I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable with you. I've had this conversation on this topic before. It must be good. 
The biggest mistake we make is we let feeling be our guide to determine the level of influence we have, to determine how we sound, how we look, mm. versus the power of seeing myself right now on the screen or the power of, and we can easily do this, the power of recording ourselves or recording your Zoom calls. And to just take a moment to say, I need to see myself through the eyes and ears of my listeners to really determine what's going on. I, I, I think about my clients when I mentor them one-on-one and we'll be recording them. The first time that they watch themselves on the playback, usually what they'll say is, I need to lose weight. <laughs> or, wow, I need to get my hair done. Or, well, that would make sense why I'm not getting people to follow my ideas. I don't understand my ideas. Now, keep in mind, April, sometimes it's definitely the opposite feedback where they watch their playback and they say, gosh, that's actually better than I thought I was. I thought I was really nervous in front of a group, but I, I really can't see that or hear it. And this to me, or recording your, your Zoom, your Teams, whatever you use, that to me is the real truth. Versus just be careful of always going off of how you feel. Mm. Oh, that's so, so powerful. I, I mean, what great advice you just offered. And it, it's yeah. a lot like how, you know, coaches have said, okay, look at yourself in the mirror and talk to yourself in the mirror, you know, so you can see yourself in action. You can see how you're speaking. You can see how you're using your hands right. in your conversation. Right. And, you know, yeah, now, nowadays we have this incredible technology where we get to record ourselves. And how cool is that? I mean, gosh, you know, back when I was doing, uh, you know, uh, when I was applying for, hundreds of law enforcement agencies because they say you have to get a hundred no's to get your one yes, right? So back right. then, I didn't think of or have the availability to just record myself so I could see what I did. And oftentimes, they didn't give you feedback. You just had to guess why you didn't make it to the next level. Um, but right. there were a few times when I did get feedback and it was things like this. It was things like, well, you touched your hair too many times. Or you, uh, you know, when I was in college, it was the ums and sure. they counted the number and it was like a hundred and it was like, oh my gosh. But, you know, we don't realize we, we can't possibly mm -hmm. know until either somebody tells us, which, yes, are they going to be honest with us? Or, you know, we do something like this where we're yeah. recording ourselves and we can actually see what it is we're doing in that moment. And if you think of any professional athlete, they all have coaches. Well, and then they have some type of tracking device where typically it, it will be a, a recording. Or I'm thinking about when I'm in the gym with my trainer, there's mirrors everywhere. And as he's coaching me, wow. and I'm thinking, I didn't feel that. I had no idea I was doing that. He'll coach me and he'll have me look in the mirror. Yeah. So that I can see and feel what he is seeing and experiencing. And why we just never do that part of our development. It, it's pretty surprising when I ask my audiences, how many of you have seen yourself on a recording in the last two months? And there's not a lot of people that will raise their hand. And, and let me clarify, seeing yourself on a Zoom is still different than just giving yourself a chance to record yourself. 
Not only do we have the technology to do it, it's so easy that if you're on a Zoom call, just record, place your phone somewhere below your Zoom camera, no one knows you're doing it. And you're just, you're recording your side of the conversation to give yourself that instant feedback. Yeah. Uh, and and I just love that feedback that you're getting again, because we don't always get to hear that right. from anybody else. They're not always going to be honest. So tell me a little bit more about in our audience about uh, what, what it is when, you know, what other tips and tricks can we have or why is it important? Now I'm losing my conversation or my thought. Why is it important um, to have communication? Why is it such a core reason for, for showing up in the way that we do? Yeah. So it's a core to every aspect of our personal and professional lives. Think about how many conversations you've already had today. Yeah. And I always say, I want people to have a little bit of a wow experience with me, not from an ego, but just a, an experience of, wow, if that was worth my time, hmm. if she made me feel good, it was probably the easiest Zoom call. I kind of joke with my clients all the time. I'm like, this is going to be the easiest Zoom call that you're going to take all day. And I, it's my job to make that happen. It impacts our performance, our results, the, the people in our circle, both personally and professionally, and it impacts the money in your pocket hmm. because it's something we're, we're communicating 24 seven. And it's not just here. It's your social media post. It's your text messages. It's your emails. When I say consistent personal brand Monday to Monday, I mean all of that. And when I mean, you that's the other piece that's challenging. I'm sorry, go ahead. I say, I think that's the other piece that's challenging is what we're posting virtually social media Versus sometimes how we're showing up here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's a there's a very big difference. And all of the tools that we get to use to really hide an authenticity. Yes. That we wouldn't other, you know, wise be able to share. So that's another question of mine. What is the importance? Or when you say showing up Monday, Monday, is that in all of your authenticity? I think it is. And now Please keep in mind that they want you to think like a golf swing, right? You're going to learn these core skills that no matter what game you're playing or even when you're practicing, it's core skills. When I say Monday to Monday, there's core skills. For example, you can't have, I'll, I'll use your example, April. If I'm using ums and ahs and like, I'm taking forever to get to the point all weekend long with my friends and family. Then I come on here, which happens to be Monday and I don't do any of that. That's messing with your authenticity. Mm. There's core skills of how we show up to make sure people don't guess. Then from there, once you get those core skills, for example, you always have brevity. You're, you're always building trust by looking people dead in the eyes or, or looking directly at this camera. Once you get those core skills, then of course, do you adapt it? Sure you do. You need to adapt it if you're just in a video screen. You need to adapt it if you're in a meeting or you're in a one-on-one -on -one in person with individuals. There's layers to it. Right now, I think it's a matter of the big takeaway here is being conscious mm. of how you show up and then finding the right feedback tools, whether it's people in your life that you know are going to tell you the truth, how you come across, or it's just going back to this and doing some of those recordings to take a look for yourself. Is there any advice that you would give people, you know, any extra steps while they're recording themselves? 
forget the excuses <laughs> and the excuses of, oh, I don't look good like the way I sound. I don't like what I look like. That really doesn't look like me. Look at the benefit. Because the benefit of recording, I'll just speak from experience because I've been doing this for so long. Even when I'm here with you, I can feel when I slip into some new habits that I've created that I don't like. I'm preventing myself from some of the things I'm trying to work on myself right now. Because I've seen it so many times, I know what works and what doesn't. Mm. It's getting over that hurdle of, I don't really know of anyone that loves seeing themselves or listening to themselves in a playback, telling yourself that this is really the eyes and ears of your listeners. And wouldn't you rather know than not know of how you're coming across? And it's super easy to do. Does this ever get easier recording myself? No, I just get better. And that to me is a greater reward versus, yeah, I don't like watching myself either. And I pick up things I don't like I'm doing. But the reward is so much greater than that level of discomfort. I guess that ties to, I've used this before, April. The key to development is getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Right? And that, that's that's similar to what, with wellness. I mean, it's not always comfortable making a change no. in whatever it is around your wellness and your lifestyle. It's not comfortable making sure you start meditating and take 20 minutes or whatever you choose to do, but you got to do it every day in order for it to work. Yeah, absolutely. I People ask me, uh, what, what made you choose to do a live show as opposed yeah. to a recorded show? And my response <laughs> is, honestly, I don't care to edit. And I wasn't at the point yet to have, you know, somebody doing it for me. So I was like, well, in the beginning, I'm just going to show up and, uh, you know, I'm going to make mistakes. Just like I stumbled a little bit back there where I'm like, oh, I can't get my question and thought together. And it's going to be okay because then right. I am showing up in, you know, as authentic as I possibly can be and my guess. And also doing, like you said, the uncomfortable, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to grow as a human being or get to another level if I didn't do what was uncomfortable. Exactly. In anything. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said about going live too, because th this is a conversation and we all mess up on our words or we say something we don't want to say. To me, it's all about how you recover it. Mm, yes. Versus if you stumble over words and then say, oh, I'm so sorry. I, oh my God, I didn't mean to say that. I'm just really, really sorry. And we fall into that trap versus you're human. How do you handle that with just poise and move straight on? To me, that gives you more credibility than doing it perfect and then trying to be perfect all the time. So when I'm talking about this whole idea of influence Monday money, it's really not about being perfect. It's just being conscious, conscious mm -hmm. of, did you say too much? Are you not adapting your message on the fly? Conscious of your, your hands are really, really distracting and you have no idea you're doing it. Right? It's just being aware is all it is. Yeah. Yeah. And this makes you more aware. I, I just love the fact that we have this technology and these devices here at hand now. It really makes things so much easier. 
and for us to be able to learn and grow. I've said um, that nowadays with, with everything at our fingertips, there's no excuse for to be ignorant anymore. <laughs> Right. You know, like there's just no True. excuse for that because we truly do have knowledge at our fingertips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. And taking advantage of that. I mean, I kind of joke with my nieces, some of them that are, are still little in my life. And the only way, way they'll talk to me is through FaceTime. But they love to see themselves. They want to see how they look. And we just we have the advantage now to be more effective in how we show up our executive presence and our communication than ever before because of the technology. Now that's important because there's so much noise. There's so many Zoom calls. There's so many ways that we can try to grab people's attention. I think you have to work that much harder to have that influence consistently to be thought of in a memorable way, yeah. in a good way. Yeah, that's very true. Well. I'm very much enjoying the conversation. Uh, we have a few viewers during this live. If you have comments or questions, please be sure to put it in and we'll ask Stacy while she's here with us. And if you happen to be watching the replay, you can still put some comments in and we will respond in the future. And stay tuned. We're gonna come back to the conversation when we get back from this commercial. Are you ready to take control of your ride to wellness? Rev up with Driven Living. Visit www.drivenliving.com and buckle up for a journey. Get exclusive access to our Wellness Driven Life Show guest portal, where you can dive deep into the minds of our esteemed guests. Sign up for our newsletter and get insider scoops on these distinguished personalities. It's like having a backstage pass to their life-changing wisdom. But that's not all. You'll also receive a free hug. You heard me right, a free hug. An enlightening ebook from the Driven Living team. Discover the science-backed benefits of hugging yourself. It's a fill-up for your wellness tank. Because at Driven Living, we believe in fueling your journey to wellness, both physically and psychologically. So what are you waiting for? Visit www.drivenliving.com today. Our lives were never the same after we learned our 21-year-old daughter, Kristen, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend. It's a parent's worst nightmare. How much did we really know about domestic violence back then? Clearly not enough. Now we know plenty. We know domestic violence, or DV, can happen to anyone. One in three women suffer physical violence at the hands of intimate partners during their lifetimes. One in three. I'm Bill Mitchell, host of the When Dating Hurts podcast. And my interviews with DV counselors, law enforcement, and especially actual DV survivors give the pandemic of domestic violence the attention it deserves. The When Dating Hurts podcast. It's a series of lives being saved. What are the top three ways that people communicate that actually jeopardizes their influence? Lack of brevity. Lack of building trust because they're not looking at individuals mm. and not adapting the message on the phone. 
So eye contact is a key. Yeah, I you know we call it eye connection. We take it to a whole nother level. But this whole idea of whether we're here, you know, many times you'll see individuals having conversations someplace else than where they're supposed to have it. <laughs> and then when they're in person, you know, you see a lot of this or oh, they're yeah. talking to, but they're looking someplace else. Now I'm not talking eye contact, which is just the scan motion, but eye connection and really staying connected with people gives it a meaning of purpose. Mm. Make sure that you don't skip a beat on reading the nonverbal to make sure that do you need to switch lanes and adapt the message on the fly? Brevity, brevity is a big one. You talked a little earlier, April, about the filler words, the ums, the ahs, the like. It's combining those sentences together. We say way too much. And for those two reasons, the final third one is I just don't see people taking the time to adapt to who they're speaking to. It becomes my agenda and what I want you to do, what I want you to think to, that I think you should do. So maybe add on to that, go back to 80-20. You speak 80%, I'm sorry, 20%, let your listeners speak 80%. And that way you're really listening for key ideas, concepts that are important to them, which allows you, right? It just allows you to constantly be switching lanes and adapting on the fly. Okay, so maybe now you're finding out something in a relatability factor, right? Something yeah. that we can relate to. And so we're meeting them on their, on their turf. Right. It, exactly. And how do you do that? Well, ask open-ended questions and it's not, how are you, but really ask questions that are going to open up the window of opportunity mm. to figure out what's important to them. Absolutely. Make the conversation about them and what they value. Because what do people love to talk about the most? Themselves. Themselves. Yeah, totally. So, and, you know, instead of looking at that, like, oh, that, that's such a selfish, you know, point, utilize that. Right. You know, when, when you're aware of that and, you know, we all do it. It doesn't matter who you are. It just happens kind of automatically on a human level where we, we want to talk about ourselves. And so when we understand that and we can be aware of it and acknowledge it. And we meet people there and we can truly ask them those open-ended questions. It, it yeah. really helps a person relax. And then you get that trust factor so mm -hmm. much faster. You're able to, to get to that point. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, you know, communication, the core to everything, but you have to build the trust in order for people to listen and then to act. So you really, you, you teach leaders, people in leadership positions um, so much. Would you say that that's probably one of your, your number one audience is, is people in leadership positions? Yeah, we tend to work a lot with sales professionals because they're at the profit center, right? And they're, they're constantly interacting. And then definitely leaders, like director to the CEO. Not that we haven't worked with anyone else. Our main platform is there simply because I believe if a leader is not communicating as we're talking with brevity and building that connection, adapting the message, if it's not happening in that leadership role, who's going to hold these individuals below them accountable? Mm. Who's going to be the role model? And, and I've learned over the years where I'll go into a company and I can tell, I can tell what leadership is like just by the interactions and the conversations that I'll have with the team. Yeah.
Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it really influences the the entire team, the entire right. corporation, even. I mean, all the way down. And I would also venture to say that we all individually are leaders of, you know, first ourselves, <laughs> and we we influence those around us. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So tell me a little bit about, um, you mentioned, this is, this is where I get a little excited, but you mentioned to me that you love health and fitness, that you've been teaching fitness classes for over, I think this is 20 years, but it's, I think it's a little longer over 21 years, question mark. And what I would love to know is how has that influenced you and how do you relate that to the message that you share today? Mm-hmm. Oh, there, there's a lot of connection there. I always tell my team or people that I work with is you've got to take care of yourself, whatever that means to you when it comes to health and wellness, whether that's meditation, is that yoga, is that working out, is that your eating habits, is that your relationships? Everyone defines it differently. I think, April, when that is not a primarily primary focus, and you're not consistent in certain areas of health and wellness, I don't know how you can service the other people that rely on you, whether it's your teams, your clients, your significant others, family, friends. For me, there's been a big crossover on the consistency I need to put in health and fitness. If I do it there, that's really where I pulled it into this whole idea of communicating with influence. But just taking care of yourself I think is absolutely critical. It doesn't work though. It's not authentic when we don't stay consistent with it. And to me, all of that ties directly with how you communicate and how people experience you because you come across every time you show up that you're showing up. Mm. You are all in to be there for them. Oh yeah. That's a very, very powerful point that, you know, if you're, if you're not showing up for yourself, how can you show up for anyone else? Right. Yeah. And it's hard. I, I get it. There's a lot going on in someone's day. And I, I don't know what whoever is listening right now and following the lifestyle that they have, but it does. It starts with you and the strength that you have to manage the many things that get thrown at us every day. Hmm. Yeah. And it makes so much sense. And then it leads into, you know, Again, showing up, having to show up for ourselves is the only way that we can show up for anybody else. If we're not healthy inside and out, it, I mean, it clearly shows on the outside. Right. Yeah. Oh, exactly. You, and after a while, you just can't hide it anymore. What are some of the things, I mean, you are such an incredibly busy human being and you travel all over. Um, I don't know if you go worldwide. I suspect that you do um, with your audience, but what are some of the key things that you do on a daily basis to take care of yourself? Yeah. I always tell everyone, I take the time in the morning before I do anything. Like I don't check my email till I am done with my stuff. Because once I start like all of you, forget it. It's just happened. It's, it's a roller coaster after that. It's, I was going to say it's simple because it's not, I'm big into working out. So that has to happen in the morning or it will never mm. happen. I, I do the whole ritual of prayer, but that's just where I sit. 
with my faith, whatever that looks like to all of you. Meditation is key. Some days I slip and some days I'm really, really good with it. I have bookends. I do those things to take care of myself. And then I come to my desk and I really, I write down, I actually have it in front of me. I take posted notes and I write three action steps that I have to do today to make sure I grow my business or whatever you might want to be focusing on. So I've got a lot of action steps in front of me. I also segment my day when I can of like this time right now, there's no emails, there's nothing on there's nothing to distract me. It's just doing this with you, April. When I'm focusing on business development, it's three hours in the morning, just business development. Finally, at the end of the day, I take care of myself again. And whether that is meditation that I might be doing, whether it's just sitting and reading a book, I, I tend to really segment my day. Now, when I travel, that's, that's a little crazy. It doesn't always happen that way. But I'm always thinking about what can I do to start my day? What can I do to end my day that's strictly focusing on making me better so that I can take care of everyone else and all the other hours of the day? Yes. And find what just works for you. You you do. You do you need to find what works for you. And our life isn't always totally consistent. And yet it's about that consistently, it's consistency. So right. if we happen to miss a day. That doesn't mean that we should just stop because, you know, we feel like we failed because it's not about that. It's just about continuing to move forward. And so those are really great things. And I want to just highlight them once again for our audience. And I'll go off of what I heard and you can kind of, you know, chirp in when I, I haven't got it all right. But you really start at the beginning of the day. You tune everything out. You, you have your faith that you involve, your meditation, your workout, get that workout in and done because otherwise it might not happen. And so you know that you need to do that first and foremost. And then, you know, I love the power of threes. There's so much power in that number. And so you really highlight the three, you know, top priorities you have throughout your day and you put them on sticky notes. So it's right in front of you. And um, segmentation of, you know, things that you need to do throughout your day so you remain present. And that is so important, too. Like you said, our conversation here and now, you are totally present because that is what you're doing here at this time. And right. you know, doing that with the other things that you need to throughout your day. And I yeah. also liked how you came back to at the end of my day, I do something for me. You know, that's another self-care practice because once again, if we don't care for ourselves, we're not going to be able to show up for anyone else. Yeah, so true. And that's the recap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I want to bring a conversation that uh, or a question in that we had. Manly says, how do we handle spontaneous conversations, especially the high level when not prepared AKA blindside. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Yeah. There, I mean, there's a number of ways to do this is always start with an open-ended question, an open-ended question. That's going to help you listen to what's important to them. And while they're sharing you, they're really giving you what to say next. And I'm always actively listening for the key concepts and ideas, and I'll write them down. I'm formatting my message on the fly based on the open-ended question. And the open question is, well, why 
is this conversation happening now? What's most important to you to make sure that we provide you value through our training? Whatever the open-ended question is, that's always my go-to because a lot of my calls too are totally spontaneous. I have I didn't have a chance to practice for the sales pitch. Yeah. But I'll just always start off, which also then builds that relationship of you are communicating silently to your listener, their conversation is what's important. Oh, that's so important. And yeah, okay. So have those open conversations, open-ended questions in that back pocket, ready to launch. Yeah. What a really good tip. Yeah. And pausing. I mean, as much as people don't want to hear it because pausing feels uncomfortable, the more you pause, the more you're giving yourself a chance to think on the fly, to come up with what to say. And And you know what? The more that you do that, I have found is you become more comfortable with it at first. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally uncomfortable because you're like, Oh my gosh, are they going to think I'm an idiot? (laughs) You know, I mean, those are just, that's an easy thought that our our brains will go to, but it's not, you know, and the more that you do it, it might even make you sound a little more intelligent. Like you're, you're putting some thought behind something and it gives them, you know, the court. Yes. All in their court. Yeah. I know we, we can't let feeling be our guide. And that's again, the power of recording yourself. If you're feeling, gosh, if I pause, it's so long, it's uncomfortable. you got to remember, put yourself in your listener's shoes and how they perceive that, mm-hmm. that pause, that silence is giving your listener a chance to really hear, understand, to think about what do they say next to you? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you have experienced so many accomplishments, and one of those being uh, the Speaker Hall of Fame through the CPAE. And so I watched a little bit of the segment on that, and what I what really stood out to me was something that you said that your parents taught you and your sisters. And so I want to share that with our audience because I think that they are so powerful. And you even mentioned towards the end that everybody could really, you know, learn from and benefit from hearing these three things. So let me say them now. Your mom and dad told you and your sisters, taught you and your sisters three lessons. One, you stay humble and kind in this world. Two, you show up and you follow through. Three, And no matter how challenging it gets, you never give up. Yeah, I'm smiling because it's been a while since I've said that. So you're you're so sweet to find that and and to pull that up and share that. My mom and dad are, are so much of my role model. My dad just turned 83. My mother's 82. I grew up on a farm, a dairy farm. My parents still live on the farm. They're, they're semi-retired. I don't think you can ever retire a farmer. And so many of my lessons, good, bad, or indifferent, have been through them. And the, I think the big one, the, it's number one for a reason, is just humble and kind. Mm. And, and to me, no matter how challenging my conversations are, and sometimes you know I've got to deal with some tough people too, or the challenging conversations I might have, with my team here and there, it, it's always comes back to 
just be humble, be kind. You'll, you'll work through the conversation. And I find as I work with people truly around the world, no matter what country they're in, mm. everyone wants that. And maybe that's a great place to kind of you know, put a bow on it, April, is this whole idea of being humble and kind. We get, we, let's just get back to it. That communication really is everyone wants answers. Everyone just wants to be heard. Yeah. It's just all though you take the lead of being the one that puts that effort in. And I think people will recognize that. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think you're, you're absolutely correct. And, and you especially have worked amongst, like you said, people, you know, it doesn't matter what part of the world you're in, what culture, uh, what status. I think that that's a big thing that, that it's a block for people because they, you know, tend to put others on a pedestal, but you're correct. It doesn't matter because really everybody is seeking that validation right. to be heard and, and yeah, to just meet them in this, this humble aspect is yeah. really a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, there's a, I'm a big country music fan and there is a song, be humble and kind. That's probably not the exact title, but the verses <laughs> talk about being humble and kind by Tim McGraw. And I think about that song so many times that it's just, this is all about getting back to the basics, mm. the basics that we don't think about. And I think that's why it makes it tough. Oh, why do you think people don't think about the basics? I think what is common sense is not common practice. And it's always the assumption, I really should go to the dentist every six months for, for cleaning, but I don't go until the tooth hurts, yeah. right? Like that, or the doctor, or it, I mean, wellness, I know I really should meditate or I know I should take time for myself and I'm guilty of it too. Some weeks I look back at my week and I'm thinking, okay, that's why I feel the way I do on Friday because I didn't do what I said I was going to do for, for just me. It, it's common sense. Communication is common sense. We talk all of our lives and then we get into this rut of two things, three things happen. We get comfortable. So we think we're good. And that that's true for everything in life. We get false feedback. People, we're constantly telling how great we are as communicators. And then number three, what we were talking about earlier, we never do this. We never see ourselves. So we go off of this feeling, we go off of this level of comfort. But anytime someone messes with that, we'll make up excuses for why we sound the way we sound or why we do what we do. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, you have been such a light to be on the show. I truly, truly, we are honored. Me and <laughs> I want to make sure that our audience knows how to learn more about you. And you can visit her website at www. And it's S-T-A-C-E-Y-H-A-N-K-E-I-N-C.com. Again, that's www.S-T-A-C-E-Y-H-A-N-K-E-I-N-C.com. Uh, some awesome information. You've got a lot of videos on there. People can see some things. I know you've done uh, a TED talk or two. Yeah. I'm not, I know that you've done one. Um, and it's so funny. I remember, uh, I'm almost certain I watched that years ago. So um, love what you're doing and how you're showing up. I, I think it's incredible that you're helping 
lead the leaders, you know, and showing up how to, you know, be your best and shine in order to be the utmost influence in the best way possible. Is there anything else that you want to share with our audience today? I, I, you've done such a good job of recapping it and, and kudos to you as well. Congrats to this platform, what you've been creating, April, and the work that you're doing out there. I think if anything else, it's before you jump into whatever next task you have to do, just write down one commitment. Like there's something that either you said or I said, make that commitment that you're going to be consistent with it for the next seven days. And just see what happens in seven days is all it really takes to create a new consistent habit. Oh, that's a good thing. One down, one thing, write it down, right. do it seven days. Yeah. And anybody can do that. Anyone, Anyone can do it. You bet. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Stacey, for Thank you. being here. And uh, I want to let our audience know that, again, if you have comments, leave them in the comments section. Also, there are other links to Stacy in the description below. So make sure you tune into that. And the Wellness Driven Life Show wouldn't be possible without our incredible audience and your beautiful contributions. So you can always donate to the Wellness Driven Life Show. That's you can do that on Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. And when you donate through our website at www.thewellnessdrivenlifeshow.com, you are left with a beautiful follow-up email and you get to keep that for your records. So again, thank you so much. Let's see, we might have one comment that came through. Oh, it was Manly. He said, amazing. I couldn't agree more. I mean, this has really been a special, I mean, Stacy, you're definitely one of the show's um, first top guests that we've had. And there's going to be continuing to have more, but you really are being, you know, the foundation for that and leading the way. And so... <laughs> I just want to thank you for that. We thank you for that. And to our guest, thank you for being here. Again, it's not possible without you. And we will see you all tomorrow. Goodbye for now.